0: tonight and i thank you father for just uh, who you are the third person of the trinity the holy ghost he is a person father we're thankful father that god that we're in such a that god that you 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 have us in a, a time that we're we're locked into a time lord 2023 that lord you have us here you have us positioned right here for for a very special purpose Father, I pray that, Lord, even tonight, Lord, speak to your saints. Lord, give them give them eyes to see, everything they need to see. Give them ears to hear, Father. And Lord, give them, give them a heart to receive, everything that you have. Father, I pray, Lord, even tonight, a word. Father, people that have come in here tonight needing a word, Father, it's released to them in Jesus' mighty name. A word, I pray, Lord, even tonight, a word, Lord, confirming in their spirit, Father. Lord, of, of direction, vision, things that they're supposed to do. Lord, this week, hallelujah, this week, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Freedom. We're in the Freedom Series. This is going to be a fun month. <laughs> we're going to talk about what it means to be free. And we're going to talk about freedom in Christ, amen. Because, you know, I'm, I'm not looking at a bunch of captives, I'm looking at people that show up to church on a Sunday night that's saying, I'm free. And I'm free indeed, amen. Are we growing in Christ? Yes, we're growing in Christ. Everybody would agree we're all growing. Nobody's reached perfection. Any hands that, that's reached perfection? No, no hands going up. We haven't reached perfection, but we're all growing in the things of Christ. You know what's interesting about the book of Ephesians, I, I, I've read this, and I've been, I've been through it, and I, 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 every time I get to the point of, like, how am I going to preach this message because, because you could take a passage and you could focus on and preach, you could preach just a passage out of Ephesians, and you probably could do that for half a year. I mean, it's such a unique book. You know, Paul's letter uh, to the Ephesians is different compared to many uh, of the other New Testament letters he wrote. Like Romans... Ephesians was not written so much to to address problems in, in a particular church. You'll find that many of the other books it, they're written to address the problems. Corinthians, you'll see that they were doing stupid stuff, so Paul was writing to the letter to you know here they were the Corinth church operating in spiritual gifts, but Paul was writing to them you know they were they were spiritually minded, they operated in the gifts, but they were doing a lot of stupid things. So Paul was there also to correct them. But Ephesians isn't isn't written like that. It's 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 for it's given to each and every one of us to to see to see this this picture of what it means to be in christ to 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 understand his riches his glory his mercy it, it, it's for us to to really dig in to see that the book of Romans is kind of written that way the book of Romans is of course written to uh, uh, you know uh, you know a, a different type of people but but Paul's not addressing particular problems in the book of Ephesians. More so, it's it's written to explain some of the great themes and doctrines of Christianity. It, it, it's, it's doctrine. It's, it's showing each and every one of us what it means to be a Christian and what it means to, to live and be in Christ. You know, 2 Peter 1.4, and I'm just going to read this passage. You can jot it down. 2 Peter 1.4, it says by which he granted to us his precious and very great promises so so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because because of sinful desire but he has granted to us great promises i'm going to tell you tonight please you if you're not saved, you need to be saved. There'll be an opportunity for you to receive Jesus. Don't play with that. If you don't know, if you if you don't know, or you ever feel conviction in a service, well, am I saved? You're you're likely not saved. I, I, I'm a, I, I believe on a Sunday night, many people that come out, it's a believers' meeting. However, it's important that we understand salvation as believers. You know, as we go into the, even to the rest of this year, I want to make sure that everybody in here, even our kids that are in elementary school, know how to walk somebody through salvation. To, to, to know, amen? To, to know how to lead, to know how to, to talk with someone about salvation. Salvation is is, a cornerstone if you're a Christian. Everybody in agreement, right? That 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 that's that's the cornerstone of being a believer is that we share our faith and we show people or we, we give people the example of how to get to heaven. There's only one way. I say it just about every week, John 14, 6. You know, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So we know that Jesus is the way. Amen. But I'm gonna tell you, there's a freedom. There's a freedom. That we have. We, the church, we have a freedom in Christ. We have a freedom in Christ. You know, I love Philippians 4, 19, because, you know, even in that it says, My God, my God, my God, my God in heaven may supply, may supply all you need according to his riches and glory. By Christ Jesus. He he, he will supply. He will will protect me. Amen. There's so many scriptures. And we're going to jump into this. There's so many things that that we have as believers. And throughout this month, we're going to talk about some of that. We're going to talk about some of this. We're going to talk about the authority of Jesus. Because you've been given authority as a believer. Too many many Christians get ran over. They get ran over because they don't know how to use the weapon of the word. They They don't know how to pull that thing down. So we're gonna talk about authority. We're gonna talk about what it what, what it means to be in Christ. Hallelujah. Let's keep moving forward. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1 3. You guys with me? I'm gonna, you know, I, I I felt to start almost kind of from the bottom of Ephesians and kind of work my way back. But if you're a believer, you're in Christ. Now it's up for us as believers. To, to move into the area where we can begin to obtain these precious promises and the things that Jesus has for us. Amen? Ephesians 1.3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. You're going to see something in Ephesians 1.3. You're, you're going to find that that, 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 that it describes... It it describes both the the blesser and the location. Jesus is the blesser, amen? So we we recognize that the the blessing of God flows and comes through Jesus as a believer. So I don't have to put my faith, I don't have to put my trust in a world system. So when, when something happens, a crisis happens on this planet, I put my faith and trust in him. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean that the things around me might not look stupid, might not look crazy, that the, you know, things are burning down, but I put my faith and trust in Him. Amen? I, I, don't, I don't waver because I'm in Christ. I'm not storing up 12 years of food at my house. You know, my wife's putting a garden in. Amen? We're canning stuff. There, there's, there's wisdom in certain things. Hallelujah. If you've got a garden, praise Jesus. There's, there's, there's always, of course, wisdom. But I'm not putting my faith and trust in a world or a world system. I'm putting my faith in in Christ. In Christ. Amen? So please know that tonight, that in Christ, you you, you fully got to be convinced. And you know, my job is not to... (laughs) My job is to preach the word. Our job is to preach the word. Anybody that enters in here that that, that is behind us, our job is to preach the word. Jesus, I, I, I believe, you know, it's not that he has to do the convincing. You have to do the believing. You're the one that has to step into the realm of, of belief. Amen? We call that faith. Also, I'm not even going to go down that path. But, but y- you understand that Jesus Christ, he's blessed us with every spiritual blessing. What, is it some blessing or every blessing? Every spiritual blessing. And some people would say, "Well, you know, he—that's not material things, you know, because it says spiritual." The Bible says here it says every, every spiritual blessing. So I, I I I I consider that every every spiritual blessing comes from Jesus. It's why we give thanks. It's why that when you receive a blessing, Amen. What do you do? You give thanks to the Lord. I'm I'm never gonna you know listen, guys. <laughs> because some people want to move in their, their in their mindset they begin to think about well you know we can't talk about the blessing of the God because that gets too close to prosperity that gets too close well we can't talk about the blessing of the Lord because that might offend somebody can i tell you that God wants to prosper his children in Christ that, that that's a revelation that you need to have that he wants to grow you even in that area as well that he want, he, he he wants to bl- he he wants to bless his people amen Every spiritual blessing. <laughs> you might you might you might seem like you're going back you're gonna to have to stand. But watch this stuff and just begin to walk around the building. Because see what happens. We go we go, from a, we go from a position where we're laying down to a place where we're, where, we're, where we're seated, right? Where we can begin to observe, where we can begin to see things. To a place where we're now walking. What are we doing? We're, we're walking with Christ. Christ is walking with us. I'm in Him. He's in me. Amen. The very power that raised Him from the dead, guess what? Lives in me. It lives in me. That, that's a revelation that we as the body need to have. That Christ is in me. Amen the very power that raised him from the dead, that quickened his, his body, now now lives in me. Lives in me. Zephan run. Because see, now now watch this, because see, now we go, don't knock anybody out. Watch the baby. So, so you know, we go from a place of, of just laying flat out to a place of being seated. You're doing good, son. So, you know, we go to a place of walking. Keep running. Hallelujah. We go from, you know, and, and then, it, then we go to a place of running. And, you know, what are we doing? We're running the race. We're running this race called faith. We're running this race. You can quit now. Praise Jesus. We're running this, we're running this race c- called Christianity. We're running this race for a purpose. And, you know, it, 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 it's all positional. God is, God is wanting to position his saints. He's wanting to position the people to, 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 you know, walk and run. Amen. Amen. I got any runners in the house? I got people that you know, want to run for Jesus greater in 2023, the second half of this year, that you, you want to run. You know, listen, I, I'm ready to run. I'm ready to run. And, and you know, and it, there's got to be something that rises up on the inside of us because, you know, it, it's, I'm in Christ. He wasn't defeated. So I easily don't accept defeat myself because I'm in Christ. That's not cockiness or arrogance. No, I'm in Christ. Every spiritual blessing, the Bible says in Ephesians 1, every spiritual blessing I can have. Amen? Pastor, what do you mean? Every spiritual blessing I, I, I can have, I can possess. It all begins with revelation. But listen, if you don't get, get this tonight, that you can live a life in Christ. You can live a life in Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. Look at verse 11. Ephesians 1.11. It says, In Him we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of Him who works all things according to the counsel of His will. Man, we we've gained, you gain an inheritance when you're in Christ. <laughs> what, what is an inheritance? It's something that's given to you, right? If, if, if Mammy or, or Pappy pass away, right? Pappy, Pappy, Mammy, Mammy, is that, I don't, we don't know your name yet, so she doesn't want to be called Grandma, so we don't know what her, we're calling her yet, so so Mammy, Mammy, maybe, Mammy, so Mammy, Pappy, I'm Pappy, so, so, but but if something happens to Mammy and Pappy, right, you know, and, and then, you know, the kids are going to say, what's our inheritance? See, Jesus is saying, look, I, I, I've left you an inheritance. Sickness and disease—we're going to cover that. Amen. Is 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 covered in the inheritance. Amen. Prosperity is covered in the the inheritance. Amen. You know these things are covered because because you're in Christ. And you know, and we're going to talk about the guarantee because see, there's a guarantee. There's a guarantee given to us as the saints, as believers, that God, God God's saying, "Look, look at what I have for you, children. Look at what I have for. You. Look what you can possess. Look what you can obtain." Amen. In Him, we have obtained an inheritance. In Christ, you have something. You're not broke. You're not broke. You could could have walked in here with, with, with three pennies. I'm going to tell you, you're not broke. You're not broke. You could walk in here needing a miracle. You're not broke because you have an inheritance in Him. It's all about revelation amen it's all about revelation jeremiah 29 11, for i know the plans i have for you god has a plan for you he has a purpose for you amen you know i'm going to tell you it's not a shabby shabby inheritance that you're, you're given people people treat god you know it's like people give people you don't tip god be a cheerful giver be a good giver don't tip god but you know these these inheritances that Jesus gives us—they're—they're—they're they're, they're rich. They're rich in mercy. They're rich in grace. They're rich in love, and He's He's giving them to us. He's giving them to to the to the church. 1 Peter 2.9, it says, you know, because see, this is how he sees us. He says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praise of him who called you out of darkness and into marvelous light. In Christ, that's what he's done for me. You're a chosen generation. You're not broke. You're not poor. You're not down in the dumps. This is who you are. In Christ, this is who you are. We're his own special people. Isn't that cool? Everybody's like, Pastor, you... Yeah, yeah. In Christ. You know what I love about this, though? He made everybody in here uniquely different. He didn't create a carbon copy anybody. So in the the inheritance, you're you you you're uniquely made in the image of Christ. In Christ, we don't look alike, we don't act alike. Isn't that a, isn't that a beautiful thing? <laughs> I'm glad my wife don't act like me. I'm sure she's glad she doesn't act like me, right? I mean, so, you know, vice versa. But we're we're not we're not alike. We don't look alike. Praise Jesus, you know, but we're not alike. God didn't make us the same. He didn't make us the same. There's not a formula to being in Christ. There's, there's the obedience of the word. There's, there's the, there's the getting into the word, you know, because a lot of times people run, well, if I just do this, if I do this, I do this, you know, it's like, it's like a 21 day fast. Why do you go on a 21 day fast at the beginning part of the year? Well, it's some reason, you know. Sometimes it's because well, that's what everybody does. You guys with me? You trekking? Well, everybody, you know, we go on a twenty-one day fast because that's what that's what the global church does. So we go on a twenty-one day fast. And um, I I have found many times to, to when I begin to establish my ears to hearing God. To to the hearing of what he wants me to do it could be for 21 days but I'm establishing something with God that God's wanting me to do he's he's you know he's not a he's not a carbon copy I remember one time when Rand and I we were on a 21 day fast at church and we got to the end of this fast and um everybody was doing the Daniel fast and I'm you know it, have at it you know I, I I just I knew that fasting meant no food I I for whatever reason we understood that and so I was watching people come into church, swap recipes and cookbooks and all this stuff. They brought Daniel cookbooks in, and I'm like, "Well, you can have this, and you can have that, and you can have this, and, and you you can you can you know." And I'm just like, I I didn't quite understand because I thought fasting meant no food, and and then you can have nuts, and then you know, it was like, man, I watched people over a period of 21 days put more weight on than than than, than they did lose weight, and I thought you know, fasting means to go without. So, but but I realized even in that, it's like you know, I can't I can't even now begin to say. What they were doing was wrong. Because what happens is I move into an area where I begin to stand in judgment of them. Well, I just can't believe. Blah, 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 blah. And you've got to watch that. You've got you to pull yourself away from that kind of stuff. Because, you know, what God may ask you to do, He might ask you to go into a three-day fast. I find that oftentimes that, you know, I can fast for three days and I, I'll, I'll get a breakthrough or I'll get an answer. I can fast for a day and by the evening time have an answer. Not always, but 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 sometimes it is that way. God didn't make, he didn't make us the same. He knows what you need. Amen. That you can be and you can live in Christ. Hallelujah. Verse 13, let's look at that real quick. And it says, In Him. In Him, everybody say in Him. You also trusted after you heard from the word of truth. We've been praying around the word of truth. Hallelujah. The gospel of your salvation in him also. Having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of your inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. So understand something. Even in this, it takes human cooperation. You have to cooperate with the word of truth. It will take you being engaged. It will, it's you in Christ. Amen. It's not your neighbor in Christ. It's you in Christ. You have to to make the relationship personal. You guys guys follow me. You you can get personal with Jesus. You you can enter into a place because what it does is it it allows you to walk in a freedom that, that that would bring me joy. And she said, you know, from that point, I realized, you know, my worry. My, 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 this stuff that I, that I bring on myself, there's no condemnation. Amen. There's no condemnation for those that are in Christ. Amen. In Christ. So you can kick those thoughts, boom, out. You got to work at it. Absolutely. You got to work at it. That's faith. It's impossible to please God without faith. So we know that we're working. Amen. Are you still breathing? You're working. Amen. You going to get up tomorrow? Amen. Yeah. I, I'm getting up tomorrow. Amen. In faith, Jesus don't return. I'm getting up tomorrow. So I'm still breathing. I'm still working. I'm still in Christ. Amen. You, I, I, I believe that through this, this series, you know, one of the things we, we, we really want to drive home is is, is, is is for you to understand who you are as a believer, what you can possess, what you can have, where you can go. But once you have the revelation of that, It's that, guess what? We're bringing others with us. Amen? We're bringing others with us. Anybody want to see people free? Amen. Amen. I do too. I do too. (sighs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, in Ephesians 1.19, I'm just working down through this. I'm going to close here in a second. It says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his, uh, of his power towards us who believe according to the work of his mighty power? To us who believe. I believe it's the, the, the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Amen. The resurrection power. That very resurrection power lives in us. It lives in us. Not leaves, but lives in us. <laughs> you know wouldn't you I, I think sometimes we'd all wish we could play the part of being God you would just come down and you'd be like just make people quit doing this or doing that Or, but y- you know it's free will you know in our culture today you know as i as i've read some of the headlines and and some of the things that you see happening and kids want to go to school and be cats and they start buying litter boxes for kids and they put kitten things up for kids that believe they're cats i i I just you know it 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 seems a little i don't know what you say it's well it's evil i mean it's it's evil i mean I, i i'll just call it what it is it's evil but, you know, the thing about it is, is it's bad when it's kids because there's parents putting things in kids' heads. And, you know, and that's the whole thing with, with the gender things and all that. Kids aren't naturally just waking up at five, six, seven years old and having an identity crisis. That stuff's being forced down their throat, whether that's in a public, pub, public system or whether that's, whether that's coming from the home. That's why we have to pray for our homes. That's why, it's, that's why we're going to do a men's conference. Amen. It's why we're going to see God touch families, whole families, whole families. Amen? Because, you know, there, there's something called the church. There's something called the church that we're not bowing down. We're not backing down. Amen? You know, you you but you can choose. That's the thing about God. You can choose whether or not you believe it. You can choose whether or not you're a cat, dog. You can you can you can make a decision tonight. You feel like being a car. It's your choice. Not until you have the revelation of what it means to be in him. Be in him. <laughs> ah. Let me close with this. Minister, if you would, come to the keyboard. In Ephesians 1, 22 and 23, and it says, And he put all things under his feet, and he gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body. Let me back up to verse 20. Ephesians 1, 20. Which he worked in Christ, where he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand, of, uh, at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers, and might and dominion, in everything that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Verse twenty-two. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things, the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. You know, Colossians two fifteen. I love it because having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public he made a public spectacle of them, tri- triumphing over them in it. He seated. He's seated in heaven. It's finished. He's seated. It's finished. It's done. We don't have to say, God, where are you? We know where he's at. God, are you there? Oftentimes, it's people that don't have a relationship with him that say that. Right? I'm being very real here. Let me get me get real real because... It, because in him, I don't have to question whether or not he's there. I, I don't have to because this can be hard for some people saying, well, you know, I don't feel like this prayer's been answered yet. It doesn't, it doesn't remove him from his place in heaven because he's still there. Amen. He's, he's seated. He's seated. So so it, it always goes back to it always goes back to me. It always goes back to Revelation. You know, it, it always goes back to an understanding. I don't have to question where he is. I know where he's at. He's in heaven. Now to obtain the promises, to to, to obtain all this, it's going to require me as a believer to understand what it means to be in him. To obtain these promises, to obtain the word of God, to to believe, amen? Just believe. I I believe that the the freedom, the freedom of this church, the freedom of of what God wants to do is it's all based upon revelation I believe this will be a month of revelation I don't have to live with this I don't have to think this way my mind God's given me an authority the peace of God can be it can rest on me, amen it's real, amen amen the glory of God is amazing hallelujah go ahead and stand to your feet tonight legally and positionally we are seated in Christ if you don't know him tonight you don't listen if you don't know him if you've never had the revelation I'm, I'm not in him have the Lord reveal that to your heart tonight Have the Lord reveal that to your heart tonight. That, you know, if you're not in him, you're not, you're not saved, you're not born again. Or, you know, please. Please be in. Be in. Be in Christ. Be be saved. Make sure you're going to go to heaven. Amen. Make sure. Make sure you're going to go to heaven. So I, I would ask one question. Every, every head bowed tonight. If there's anybody here, you're not saved. You're not born again. You would say, you know what, Pastor? I, I, need, I need a Savior. I mean, he, he wipes the slate clean right here. He, I, I need a Savior. I need to give my heart to Jesus. I, I, I need to confess him as Lord of my life. If that's anybody here tonight, you would say, Pastor, yeah, that's me. I, I want you to pray for me. I, 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 you know, I, I, I'm playing. You know, if you're playing games with Jesus, if you're making excuses uh, over this, this, and this, if 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 you're playing games, and you say you would say to me tonight, hey, you know what? I'm serious. I mean business. I, I want, I, I want this relationship with Him. If that's anybody here tonight, you would say, Pastor, that's me. I, I, I want you to pray for me. No condemnation for those that are in Jesus Christ. There's no judgment around that. So, if anybody here tonight, you would say, hey, that's me. On the count of three, I want you to slip up your hand. One, two, three. Anybody in the house? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.